0: Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is how to deal with rejection. How to deal with rejection and why is this important? Well, chances are if you've done anything ever in the history of your life, You may have faced rejection at some point, and if you continue to live any time into the future, you may just encounter rejection again. I hope not. Actually, you know, it's part of life, so to even say not is, I think, uh, would be doing you a great disservice. That's kind of part of the, the episode today, kind of the theme for today, is this idea that Rejection is part of growing and part of life, and it's an awesome thing. Uh, It's not an awesome thing. Let's not not go overboard here. Uh, It can be great. It can be very important. And in school, traditional school, we're kind of taught that failure is a bad thing, right? If you don't have the same test results or the same answers on your quiz or you didn't do the book report right or whatever, then you get a bad grade. If you get a bad grade, that's bad, because then you can't go to college. If you can't go to college, you can't get a good job. If you can't get a good job, you're gonna end up homeless. And it, it this whole storyline that is part of what we get taught here in the West, in the United States. That's part of our culture, that's uh culture at large is this idea of you go to school, you really work hard so that you get good grades and then you could go to college and then uh you go to college to learn Stuff to be able to do good there and then get a good job and go work a good job for as long as you live until you die and uh and or retire that's kind of the plan for you, friend, if you live in the u s that's right unless you're not really into that whole scene or maybe you are, but to varying degrees, so this idea of rejection it kind of flies in it's kind of like getting an f on a test right. If the test was like, hey, I want to get my book published and, and you send it off to a publisher and they say, no, we will not publish your book. Well, that's rejection. That hurts. That feels like a failure. Oh my gosh, I, I failed. I might as well throw in the towel. Life is over. I'm not going to get a good into a good school, get a good job, I'm not going to be successful. When in reality, it's just one no and there are hundreds if not thousands of other publishers out there that and if you've ever studied any of the probably any of the artists or uh, authors that you fuck um then uh sorry about that friend sorry about that uh that light tried to reject me (laughs) That, that light rejected me at the last minute and then i rejected it right back so that happened in the blink of an eye that was the fastest light i've ever seen Whew. All right, don't take don't take no for an answer, friend. See, that's what I preach here. Um, okay, I'm awake. I'm awake. So let's do a quick public service announcement while I'm driving here, podcasting, being efficient in all ways possible. Um, use your blinker, please. For the love of all things holy to you and me, using your blinky. E- <laughs> I'm delirious now, it really caught me off guard um <laughs> it caught the guy next to me off guard too that was that light was ridiculous. so use your blinker, please. It lets people know what you're doing, where you're planning on going, and uh it creates more flow out there on the streets and in our hearts and in our lives so thank you all right, rejection when people try to reject you they're lame and when you <laughs> overcome them you kick butt and you're awesome way more awesome than they are <sighs> sorry friends i'm being facetious that light really really got to me so sometimes you just blow through <laughs> rejection and you blow through it and you don't think twice you don't look back and so you you may have heard um the the author of uh Harry Potter You know, she was rejected some ridiculous amount of times before her book was finally picked up, and, you know, huge success, right? There's hundreds, if not thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of these kind of stories where somebody was trying to do something awesome, and some other people are like, no, we reject your awesome idea, and they just kept on trying and kept on trying and kept on facing rejection after rejection after rejection, and then finally somebody said yes. And then it exploded into the Beatles. The Beatles had been rejected by um by a label that uh you know, it, so this this kind of, um so it was uh, you know, fifty cent, fifty cent was uh, rejected by um Jesse Itzler when he had his record label and then, you know, he went on to become fifty cent. So there you go, these things happen, right? People get rejected. But sticking with it, staying the course, maybe adjusting as need be if you're getting constructive feedback. That's part of it, and people who are successful are going to keep going no matter what, and it's it's kind of one of those chicken and the eggs things. People look at successful people and companies sometimes and say, oh, well, it's easy for them. They're, they're successful. It's like, no, they're successful because they, oh, guy, because they do this thing, because they keep going even after they've received criticism and rejection. They go in the face of it. That is what makes them successful, right? Um, I work, my day job is consulting real estate investors. So they face a lot of rejection. Most, a lot of them, most of them will avoid all the things where they could possibly get rejected. That's one of the, it's still, it's, as long as I've been doing this and as long as I've been in sales and marketing, it always still fascinates me. That somebody could want something so bad, they're, they're willing to invest tens of thousands of dollars to learn how to do this thing and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours of time and energy and sacrifice and this and that. But then when it comes to the point where they have to put themselves out there and where they could possibly get rejected, a ridiculous amount of these same people that were so committed a moment ago, they, that's the invisible line that they don't cross. It's time and time again and it's it's really it's just a fascinating thing well i've learned a lot about it recently too and so um when it comes to something like sales right if you're in any kind of any business and there's you're part of the sales process or maybe not but somewhere along the line somebody's selling something right something has to be transferred for money at some point or barter right and if you where was i going with that if you're not um ready to take the the possible rejection then you're not ever going to be in a position probably to get something sold and when we get too scared to make that sale we can never we can't progress past that point right like you have to be able to step out and try that new thing if you want to grow. Because otherwise, you're just going to keep being where you are. So, yeah, had a really good point. I hope it comes back. So, fear of rejection. Ah, yes, okay. So, this fear of rejection holds so many people back. So, when I first really started recognizing it, It was when I was uh, fresh out of college, it was actually a little bit after college, so I think it was like 2005, and um, I just got my, I'd gotten licensed as a real estate agent here in California, and I got a deal right away, because I wasn't afraid to call people, I'd been telemarketing for, for a while before this, and before that, and so I had no fear on the phone you know, I did it for hours and hours and hours and hours, and I actually enjoyed it, It it's one of those weird people that enjoyed it, so, I learned to, that rejection was my, was my friend, because the faster I got through rejections, the faster I got to the person that said yes, and I made more money, right, so I had a very positive, it took, you know, it, it didn't take long for me to, uh, to get to that point, just, I don't know why, um, partly lucky, right, and, uh, So I learned, like, hey, this is actually really fun. And um, so when I went into real estate, I had that experience already of, like, just getting used to rejection. And it became a game, right? Like, how fast can I get rejected? How many rejections can I get an hour? And, of course, the ultimate game at the back end was, like, hey, how many yeses can I get? How many people can I get to say, yeah, some of your stuff? And so that's where the, the fun part came in, too. So... What happened was, as an agent, I started, you know, getting getting listings, closing sales, this kind of thing, making money. People take notice, right? There, you get kind of like an award. At least in my office is like, you know, you got recognition. Um, the manager would say, "Hey, where'd you get this deal from? How did you put it together?" Blah blah blah, and you'd share. And at first, you know, like I was scared, and I got actually asked to talk to people who were considering getting into the industry. Because I was, you know, really young and getting deals and uh, one of the top agents. And so they asked me, like, hey, come talk to these people. Try to basically kind of help them recruit new agents Was kind of the idea. And so I would tell people my story. And then they'd come around to, like, how did I get these deals? And I realized, like, at first I was very scared. I didn't want to tell anybody how I was getting these, this business because that would be my competition if they joined, right? If they got into the business... These people would be my competition. I didn't want to tell them what I was doing. And then over time, as I would, you know, kind of start telling people what I was doing, I realized, well, none of these, you know, I was trying to actually get people on my, like in our office who are my friends to kind of uh, start doing it with me. What was the magic, Winston? What was the secret? Oh, the secret was I got on the phone for four hours straight every morning. And I cold called people for four hours straight. That's what, that was my big secret, right? Fascinating. Rocket science, even. No, no, not rocket science at all. Just freaking stupid, simple work that nobody wanted to do because you get rejected a whole heck of a lot. So anyway, that was kind of the point was like, I started telling people, hey, here's what I do. Here's what I do. And people would not do it. And I was like, man, I could tell people exactly what I'm doing. And most people, and every once in a while, somebody would come along and they'd do it. But most people would never do it because they they were they were scared of uh rejection they're afraid of re- rejection right and that held them back and they would after a while end up kind of fading out of the business so that was a very powerful lesson for me and something that i've always been much more aware of since that and this is something that my students face our students face all the time Is this fear of rejection they don't call it that and they're probably not even aware that that's what it is there's also the fear of success on the other side and that's a real thing too right what if somebody says yes what if I have to then you know figure out this financing what if I have to uh, you know do all this other stuff that's scary too so there's there's also this fear of success so are you dealing with either of those fear of failure fear of rejection or fear of success, and if so, uh, from my perspective, what is usually holding someone back if they have the fear of success is the lack of confidence, and and confidence can be built with knowledge. If you have a better sense of what comes next, that will give you more confidence, that will give you more willingness to move forward. still might be pretty darn scary, so there's the feel of fear of failure. There's the possibility of failing at it, that things could go sideways. And so maybe there's risk, maybe there's a fear of becoming somebody other than your how you identify yourself. If you start to do things that are different than the way you've always done them, they're new things, they're forcing you to grow, that can be quite scary. So these things all kind of start to tie into our self-identity, who am I, and oh, I'm the guy that does this thing, or I'm the girl that does this thing and doesn't do that thing. And if I want to have this new thing like a new like more money and i see i've identified okay well if i want more money or i want to be an artist i got to sell these records i got to sell this painting okay how do i do that well it's scary because if i put my art out there somebody's going to see it and maybe they'll they'll hate it or maybe nobody will buy it and i'll be embarrassed that i'm trying to sell my art or maybe people think it's too expensive or you know whatever there, there's i'm pouring my heart out into this piece of art or into this project or whatever and people could hate it. How That'd be horrible, right? I've definitely been on stage and cleared a room. Like, not a lot of times, fortunately, but enough times to know that it's not a very fun thing to do. And uh, it's pretty embarrassing. But yet, you know, it's like, okay, well, that was maybe a handful of times when I was young out of I don't know how many thousands of gigs I've done over the years. So all in all, not the end of the world, right? And if I hadn't had that, I wouldn't have known that I needed to, you know, I learned from that. I learned, like, oh, you got to capture people right off the bat because if you don't, they're going to go take a smoke break. So that's the time to capture their attention, to draw them in, to build up the, the excitement in the room. So these things that it's the trial by fire kind of thing and, like, the willingness to fail and the willingness to take rejection and to grow from it and to improve and to – just to get better as a result of it to hustle to crush it so that's kind of the idea is this rejection can be a blessing in disguise it can be the there's a tempering that's the word i was looking for like when you're when they make certain metals you know they got to heat it up they got to hit it a bunch of times with the uh big old metal mallet thing and uh make it that makes it harder that makes it stronger right that's kind of the idea is that rejection does that for us sometimes if we let it if we use it that way if we use it as a stepping stone to the next rejection to the next to the next so we find that perfect fit so here's one more kind of um thought around this or at least maybe a couple more real quick ones so okay this podcast right i want to share this podcast with the world right but do I really want to share it with the world? I want to put it out there and give it exposure to as many people as possible. And yet, I know there's going to be certain people who hate it and certain people who love it, right? Just by the nature of anything. And if I go too generic and too general with it, then yeah, maybe I could have more people listen to it. But there are certain things I want to say that are not really for the mainstream, right? There are things that are not super popular ideologies or viewpoints, perhaps. And so I might lose some potential listeners that way. But on the other hand, that's okay with me because I'm not doing this for everybody. I'm doing it for the few people that get it and appreciate my viewpoints and can maybe relate in some way in their own lives, right? So there's going to be a certain amount of rejection. And if I just base the value of this and my efforts of like whether I should keep doing it or why not on that percentage of people, which is going to be the, probably the majority of people who would reject it, then I would probably stop doing it, or I would have never even started. However, that smaller percentage of people that get it and tune in and get value from it, that makes me feel really good. And those are the people that I do this for. And so there's probably that same kind of thing for you in whatever you're trying to do, right? Most people might not get it. Hey, that's okay. You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for the people that do get it. And then, okay, well, how do you find the people that do get it? Well, you have to kind of expose yourself to a lot of people who don't get it, and they're going to be the ones that reject you. Hey, no big deal, right? You're not one of my people. Boy, that's that's not say it like that. You're not one of... uh you're not cool. <laughs> You're lame if you disagree with me and reject me. Um, you get the idea, though, right? You know, we can be cool about it. So that's kind of the idea. It's like, hey, no problem. Agree to disagree. You uh, you reject me. I reject you. Go go kick rocks. And, uh, you know, if you get it, great, awesome. Then buy my stuff, and it will provide value to you, and you'll feel more awesome, and I'll feel more awesome since so I've provided value to you. And we're win-win and we're flowing and we're synchronized and awesome. So that's kind of the big idea. Friend, fail forward fast. Rejection, learn how to deal with it. Let it roll off you because if you keep in mind the one person out there that does really, really want your message or your product or your service, that's what matters. Focus on that person. The rejection, cool, no worries. That's just a, a little nudge. Say, nope, not me. Go fish. Nope, not me. Go fish. Nope, not me. Go fish. Boom. Then you get that person. Yeah, it's me. Hey, thanks so much. I'm so glad you found me. I've been waiting forever for you. I really need your product. I really need your service. I really need you to say that thing to me because nobody else out here in the market is saying it the way you say it. And that's it. And then it's magic. And now you've got a new customer or a new client or a new student or a new fan and then you just get to continue taking care of them and serving them with your awesomeness. So that's it, friend. Go out and get them. Go out and find them. Face the rejection for your fans, for your followers, for your clients, for your students, for your people. Go get them. All right, and until next time, be flowing.